Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. We're back on Toronto today for four live shows this week. And on the first one, spotted a poll. There's polls all over the place. Justin Trudeau, Pierre Polyev, this is good for the Liberals, this is good for the Conservatives. But spotted a poll uh, from YouGov in the United States that said Conservatives are happier than Liberals. Much happier. I want to dig into that a little bit and see what the possible reasons for that might be. So we did that on Toronto Today on Tuesday. Many times you get something in politics and you're like, well, that feels like a walking contradiction. Many politicians are walking contradictions. But let me give you the timeline for these two headlines. And you try and explain it to me. You try and explain it to me. This is from September 29th. A uh, a headline on our own uh, globalnews.ca website. Polyev overtakes Trudeau as leader as seen as best choice for prime minister. Okay, that's fine. An Ipsos poll found 35% of Canadians believe Pierre Polyev is the best candidate for prime minister. 31% said the same of Justin Trudeau. And he trails a Polyev in a majority of provinces. And that includes the all-important, all-encompassing, massively, we're a big deal, Ontario. Um, conservatives hold a five-point lead on liberals among uh, decided voters across the country, but the liberals still have strongholds in Quebec, and the conservatives have strongholds in Ontario. That's one poll. That's one news story. Over the weekend, just as I'm getting my head around that, it takes me three or four days um, for you know things to eventually compute with me often, um, professionally and personally. Here's the headline from Saturday's Globe and Mail. Trudeau tops Polyev for preferred prime minister. Nano's poll shows. Huh? Guy, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, A Nano's poll shows that 46% of respondents, if only Trudeau and Polyev were on the ballot. So, you know, they're really dealing in reality. 46% said they'd prefer the current prime minister compared with 30% who favor the conservative leader. 19% didn't want either to lead the country. Um, I'm guessing 19% also would leave the country if if either were prime minister. No, that isn't the case. They're still living here because one of them's leading the country right now. So, look, polls are going to confuse. They're going to be conflicting. And I'm not sure what a poll about a federal election that isn't happening for borderline 24 months, maybe 32, is doing for anybody right now. I'm not sure what it does. I get it. I just spent two minutes on it. But I found another poll that I like, and I think it applies to our politics, and it applies to our living rooms, and it applies to our kitchens, and it applies to all our conversations. So let me run it past you, and you tell me. I'll give you the text number in just a little bit. You tell me if you think it's got validation. Liberals are less happy than conservatives. They're less satisfied. They're less happy with their lives and they're less satisfied with their mental health. This is a YouGov poll that found liberals are 15 percentage points less likely to be completely satisfied with their lives. It's hard to be completely satisfied. I find over the course of a seven day week, there's about 13 minutes when I'm completely satisfied. In eight of those minutes, I'm about to fall asleep in the afternoon. So you get it, right? Like it takes a lot. To tell someone, I'm completely satisfied with my life right now. Ever run into any, ever run into Bob and Janet at the grocery store? Hey, you two, I haven't seen you in ages. How's it going? We're completely satisfied. That doesn't t- transpire an awful lot. But when you get a poll like this, check out these numbers. Being completely satisfied with life by sex and ideology. 
Uh, conservative men, 32%. Almost a third. Conservative women, 31%. Liberal men, 19%. Liberal women, 15%. So what's going on with that? Why would why would two different demographics, conservative men and liberal women, feel so differently about life? What is that? Well, family factors to me have a lot to do with that. Conservative women are completely satisfied with family life, 61%. Conservative men, 49%. Liberal men, 38%. Liberal women, 36%. I find this really, really interesting. Um, Conservatives age 18 to 55 are about 20 percentage points more likely to be married and 18 percentage points more likely to be satisfied with their families. So I'm not a uh, I, I'm not a purveyor in saying, well, you must do this to feel this way. But it does show family marriage strongly linked to happiness and to your own personal mental health. You got someone to lean on. You got someone to be there when times are tough. You also have someone to challenge you when you get a little bit out there, when you get a little bit What's the word? Unhinged. And we've had lots of moments to get unhinged in the last two and a half years. There also is that false narrative that the path to happiness isn't to get married and it's not towards family life. There's always outliers that um, I think we in the media tend to document and do stories on. There was uh, I, I read over the weekend, there was a recent story in Bloomberg that falsely claimed. Here's the quote. Women who stay single and don't have kids are getting richer. Well, they're not. Married mothers are the most uh, rich compared to uh, single women who don't have kids. And the idea that spotlighting childless single women who claim personal happiness, um, there will always be somebody that says, hey, things are great. I wouldn't want anything else. Or newly divorced people that say, I've never been happier. Got away from that. Uh, you know, disaster of an ex-husband and I'm embracing my singleness. Well, okay, I'm absolutely on, on, you know, on point with that. I absolutely get that there's some people that feel that way. But the challenge here is to understand that those people are outliers. It seems like from these polls, for most men and women, being happy as an adult involves being married. And it involves a life based around the family. You don't know. There's that phrase. You don't know what you've got till it's gone, but you don't know what you could have until you have it. That's the same thing. Now, let me defend the uh, concept that liberals are unhappy. I think conservatives tend to be more settled and appreciate what they have because sometimes they have more. They have a home. They have a partner in some cases. And they are they've got stocks. They've got benefits. They, they plan on retiring faster. It's that whole concept of, uh, of you know, you're Gordon Gecko and the liberal is Bud Fox. He's trying to do the right things. Have you ever heard the phrase, we can't expect people to conserve things when they have nothing to conserve? And that's true. It bothered me over the weekend that our country hit a high for utilizing food banks. Well, it's great that we're donating to food banks, but that isn't something to brag about. It's not. And they're not a solution. I'm not saying food banks are part of the problem, although there are issues. Many people won't sign up because they feel a sense of shame in terms of utilizing the food bank. All the food is non-perishable, so you're not getting the freshest and healthiest foods, not by a long shot. There's a million issues with food banks, but we're, we've got to give people something here. Okay, We've got to respond to poverty and hunger. Of course, all that is, ends up being true. 
But I think it's a really interesting dichotomy that that poll documents that conservatives are happier with themselves and maybe less likely to complain. Now, do conservatives complain about Justin Trudeau? Sure they do. Did liberals complain about Donald Trump? Would they compl- Do they complain in this province about Doug Ford? Yes and yes. Okay, so you're always going to complain about a leader in a province or a leader in a country. This is as old as time immemorial that you won't like a premier or a president or a prime minister or even a mayor. And you're going to document it a fair bit. I do find it quite interesting, though, when we document what a liberal is and what a liberal isn't. What do liberals believe in? I've got tremendous liberal principles, and I think I was raised with liberal principles, small L principles. I I believe private property and the ability to own it is really important. I think individual rights are really important. And there's human rights and civil rights. And those are two different things. They're not the same. I don't have time to go into all the distinctions between them. But human and civil don't always match up and coincide. They They run parallel, but they don't often cross paths. The rule of law is really important. I'm a big law and order guy. I used to say all the time in university... I've got a lot of economic liberal principles, but um, when it comes to crime and justice, I probably lean more on the conservative side of things. And guess what? There's freedom. I know that word that you think you're being really funny because now you spell it F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B. But political freedom matters. Freedom of the press and the media matters, even if you don't like the criticism of the politician or political party you support. I'm really interested whether or not you find that mirror image here. Do you think conservatives are happier people on the whole and men happier than women, than liberals? I never gave it much thought before, but the numbers do seem to match up. Does that make sense? Look, I think you know where I'm at politically. I feel very homeless, very adrift, very much a free agent. I think 10% of people on the on one side, on both sides are just bonkers. I want nothing to do with it. And I really think there's 80% of us in the middle searching for leadership, searching for answers, searching for consistency, looking for people who aren't hypocrites to be our politicians. It's not that easy anymore. It feels harder than ever.